Welcome to another edition of the Arantia Audio Podcast. I'm Jim Watkins, your host. 37 years studying and sharing the Arantia Revelation. I love this. This is Indio and a song called Hard Sun. Very Mediterranean, isn't it? You know, that, that's Joni Mitchell in the background. Okay, so let's get to the crux of the matter. There's a scientific symposium coming up June 2nd, June of next year. I'm excited about it because I believe that as, as science catches up to the Urantia book, it, it merely validates it as a revelation, simply put. The more that science catches up to assertions made in the Urantia book that were unproven or unverifiable at the time, the more credibility the Urantia book attains as a revelation of new truth. It's presenting truth before it's confirmed. And there are many examples of this that we've seen. Subject matter like the evolution of birds, reptiles, energy, Pangea, even uh, astronomical statements that later turned out to be true. Statements about Neanderthal. Uh, migration patterns of early human beings mating with Neanderthals, something that's only recently been uh, confirmed in our DNA as we've opened up the door to genetics. It's almost every day that there's another discovery confirmed in science that was asserted in 1934, put to plate in 1942, and finally published in 1955. So now I'd like to present to you something on The Evolution of Human Beings. This comes from paper 62. A life carrier's son is narrating what it was like to finally witness the appearance of man with will and with soul potential. So I want to share that with you. It will take you back in time now. We, the life carriers on Urantia, had passed through the long vigil of watchful waiting since the day we first planted the life plasm in the planetary waters. And naturally, the appearance of the first really intelligent and volitional beings brought us to great joy and supreme satisfaction. We had been watching the twins develop mentally through our observation of the functioning of the seven mind spirits assigned to the planet at the time of our arrival. Throughout the long evolutionary development of planetary life, these tireless mind ministers had ever registered their increasing ability to contact with the successfully expanding brain capacities of the progressively superior animal creatures. At first, only the spirit of intuition could function in the instinctive and reflex behavior of the primordial animal life. With the differentiation of higher types, the spirit of understanding was able to endow such creatures with the gift of spontaneous association of ideas. Later on, we observed the spirit of courage, the spirit of understanding and the spirit of courage in operation. Evolving animals really developed a crude form of protective self-consciousness 
subsequent to the appearance of the mammalian groups, we beheld the spirit of knowledge manifesting itself in increased measure. And the evolution of the higher mammals brought the function of the spirit of counsel, with the resulting growth of the herd instinct and the beginnings of primitive social development. Increasingly on down through the dawn mammals, the mid-mammals, and the primates, we had observed the augmented service of the first five adjutant mind spirits, but never had the remaining two, the highest mind ministers, been able to function in the Urantia mortal type of evolutionary mind. Imagine our joy one day, the twins were about ten years old, when the spirit of worship made its first contact with the mind of the female twin, and shortly thereafter, with the male. We knew that something closely akin to human mind was approaching culmination, and when, about a year later, they finally resolved a result of meditative thought and purposeful decision to flee from home and journey north, then did the spirit of wisdom begin to function on our world, and in these two now-recognized human minds. There was an immediate and new order of mobilization of the seven adjutant mind spirits. We were alive with expectation. We realized that the long-waited-for hour was approaching. We knew we were upon the threshold of the realization of our protracted effort to evolve will creatures on Urantia. So this is the Urantia Revelations version of Genesis, I suppose. Long, protracted effort, spanning millions of years, by the way. This is one uh, part of 62. There's subsequent chapters, all written by a life carrier son who was assigned to this project. But it's, it's an example of how science looks at, contemporary science looks at the measurement of, of, of physical organisms to determine whether man was primitive or modern, right? But the Urantia book says it was the mind. The mind came first. Once animals had evolved to a certain level where their mind capacity could hold higher thoughts and higher impulses, not just the same impulses like the impulse to survive or the impulse to attack or the impulse to kill for food, when the, when, when the mind had the ability to reason and it had the ability to worship, those two distinguishing features separated Andon and Fanta, the first true human beings of our species, from their lesser animal cousins. And so it stretches back 900, what is it, 998,000 years that this event occurred actually quite amazing quite amazing i think but uh look it's it's great reading and it sort of wets our whistle all the discoveries that are going to be coming in the months ahead years ahead are just going to keep substantiating those things that phil calabrese calls the coming scientific validation 
of the Arantia Revelation. Thought I'd share this with you. We're going to move on to another great subject uh, soon about the relationship of God and the individual. I hope you'll join me for that podcast. And uh, our website is a great place, a great resource, urantraradio.net. It's also a place where you can send me an email or comment. Let me know if there's something you'd like for us to discuss here on the Urantra Audio Podcast. Until next time, see you soon.